Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You've heard about it. You've read about it. You've talked about it. And now you found it. This is Alan Smith's Ask the Trucker Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world. With your hosts, Alan and Donna Smith, focusing on driver health, careers, regulations, and the important issues facing the industry. It's time to shut down that big rig, sit back, and come join the conversation. Ask the Trucker Live begins right now. Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Ask the Trucker Live Thursday Evening Health Edition. I'm Donna Smith, and tonight's show is the uh, effects of ELA mandate on trucker health and safety. And this is a part one of a two-part series uh, on the effect of ELDs. Alan Smith, um, who a lot of you were probably thinking was going to be on tonight, but this is our Thursday evening show, which I do. But he'll be hosting part two of the series, which is on Saturdays. And he's going to be discussing not just the ELD controversy, but the new bill recently introduced by Congressman Brian Babin of uh, Texas, which is H.R. 5417, the Responsible and Effective Standards for Truckers Rest Act, and it's legislation that would modernize hours of service regulations for truck, truckers. And it's just kind of known as the Truckers Rest Act right now uh, for short, but that's 5417. Uh, the question is, for this rest legis- legislation for drivers, will it relieve drivers or just add three more hours to their day to use at chippers and receivers? That's what a lot of people are talking about, and that's what Alan's post on AskTheTrucker.com is suggesting. Uh, we we have a few drivers um, scheduled to call in tonight. Uh, I hope they do to share uh, their thoughts on this, and we can talk more about this leg- legislation during the show. Uh, but we want to focus tonight's discussion on all of it, including the ELD mandate and how it's affecting truckers' health and safety, Um, And especially if you're going to add another three hours to the day. And a lot of people say, well, you know, you're not really adding it. You can log off duty and all that. Yeah, but um, will you really go park somewhere and take a nap for three hours or are you going to use it at the shippers? So, you know, got to be realistic here. Anyway, um, so anyways, April started the ELD enforcement and many drivers already been using them. Uh, The question is, are they making your life better or worse? That's really what it's all about. Is it making the highway safer? safer? Uh, how are the ELDs affecting you? Do you feel safer, more rested, more stressed? Um, 
And although there there's drivers who feel there's no effect at all from the ELD mandate, there are many, many more saying that they feel more stressed. So what is it that's making them feel more stressed? More importantly, what, what can you do about it? Uh, there's so many questions. And um, is it really the ELD? Is it the 14-hour rule? Is it the ELD now enforcing the 14-hour rule? Does this mean that drivers were fudging their logs before now? And if they were fudging, why? I mean, was it to run out, or is it because of the inadequacies of the trucking industry that it was up to the truck driver to make up for them? Uh, For the record, I just want to read this to you. This is according to the FMCSA, and this is the purpose of the ELD rule. As a part of MAP 21, the ELD rule is intended to help create a safer work environment for drivers and make it easier and faster to accurately track, manage, and share records of duty status, ROGS data. An ELD synchronizes with a vehicle engine to automatically record driving time for easier, more accurate hours of surface HOS recording. Uh, that's according to the FMCSA. In our opinion, the ELD is, is just causing a lot of stress. Like I said, a lot of people love them. They think they're great. Uh, but we need to know why, and, and hopefully we'll get to talk about um, you know, why, why it's stressful tonight. We're very, very fortunate tonight to have our, as our guest, Carolyn O'Byrne of LifeCoachService.net, and she's going to explain what to do under these stressful situations until we can have something concrete done about HOS, ELDs, and the whole kit and caboodle. And I'm really looking forward to the Saturday show also. Um, I, think, I think it's going to solve a lot or create a lot of discussion anyway about these issues. But Carolyn is the author of Gut Instinct, and she's a colon hydrotherapist a life coach and a, a wife of a truck driver in the heart of the uh, trucking industry. She directs her passion and knowledge towards drivers and their families by life coaching. She wants to reach even more people by using her book as another way uh, to help others and desires a progressive change in their lives. And by the way, if you don't have gut instinct, um, you really need to get it. It's one of the best books out there uh, for your health, wellness, um, and it, it's just a very, very hot book right now in the industry, Gut Instinct. Uh, you, you've probably seen Carolyn presenting at the truck shows, um, doing book signings. She's also the host of uh, Wellness Wednesday on the Women's Trucker Network. And um, we're we're just very fortunate to have her uh, come on tonight because she has a lot of great information as well as those calling in. By the way, if you want to be a part of the show, call in. If you're listening from your computer, dial in 347-826-9170 and then press 1 on your keypad. That notifies us that you want to be on the show. And if you're already, oh, I see, okay, I see a hand come up already. Um, if you're already online listening, uh, then just click one on your keypad, and that'll bring you up and, and puts like a little a little hand up so we know you want to talk on the show. So let's just take a short break here from one of our most trusted sponsors, and uh, and and we'll be right back. 
You're listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Alan and Donna will be right back. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment, and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end, and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. This is Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. To be a part of the program, call in now at 347-826-9170. Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button on our show page. To be a sponsor of the show, email Donna at info at askthetrucker.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to our Thursday evening health show, The Effects of ELD Mandate on Trucker Health and Safety. And tonight's um, actually uh, the first of a two-part series on ELDs and their effects. The second part will be hosted by Alan Smith, uh, Saturday, April 14th. And we're hoping to have an OIDA representative uh, on that show with us so we can actually have a a, a debate about everything that's going on right now and because I mean even if you're on different sides of the fence on issues um, it brings more exposure to the issue itself if you talk about things and um, I'm a believer in discussions I mean you don't have to argue or be all polarized you know just talk about things uh, the debate in question is, does this new legislation actually relieve truckers or does it just add another three hours to the day? Um, but anyway, I've got, oh, I've got an open, opener lineup. I've got uh, Carolyn, Carolyn O'Byrne from Life Coach Service. Thanks so much for um, coming in on this show tonight. I know it's a really hot topic and you're going to discuss um, the health aspects of what it's doing to drivers from all you here. I mean, you coach drivers. And anyway, welcome to the show, Carolyn. And, and how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you. <laughs> can you hear me okay? Ready to talk about health. Yes. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're great. I finally had to take my headset off because it was crackling and doing all kinds of crazy things. Um so I'm just um I'm I'm doing it without a headset. So uh this is the good old um old fashioned telephone that I'm on. So uh anyway, you just got back from Gats or Matt's, I'm sorry, we haven't gotten to Gats yet. And uh, I hear it was a you know, a little snowy but still a lot of fun. <clears throat> did you uh the weather did you do- the weather yeah. the weather 
it was very challenging. <laughs> but yeah, other I than hear. the weather, the rest of the show was great. Well, uh, that's why uh, we go to Gats. It's nice and hot, and we're used to that being from Florida and everything. But I hear everybody had a great time, saw all the videos and everything. So uh, it looks like it was a lot of fun. Did you do any book signing while you were there? I did. Sure oh, did. Good. That's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, yeah. Well, we look forward uh, to being there. Alan wants to do a radio show while he's out there at Gats and um, – you know, kind of planning a few things. But anyway, um, th- this is a hot topic, and, and you're kind of like in the middle of it. And I know you're going to talk about what drivers, what's going on with drivers, with their bodies, with stress and everything, and what they need to do to get through this. Um, I want to ask you, I want to um, just open it up. I want to, there's a couple of drivers with their hands up. And to get this rolling, um, do you mind if we 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 uh, pick them up and and get their input sure. first? That's fine. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Okay. Area code five one two. Hi, area code five one two. Who do we have here? Hi, Donna. Hi, Carolyn. Pat Hello. Hey, Pat. Hey, How you Carol- doing? Carolyn. Carolyn's book is out on audio now, and, and you can also get it in digital format, I understand. Oh, Isn't yeah, that right, Carolyn? Yeah. That is right. Oh, oh that's fighting. I've got to download. Yeah, okay, i go to lifecoachservice.net, and I can um, uh, get the audio version. You can. Oh, cool. I'm going to do that. Um, yeah. Job stress. You know, your job is one of the most stressful things in your life. Why? Your whole livelihood depends on it. Your work style supports your lifestyle. And if you can't buy groceries, it's it's stressful. Or if you can't pay the light bill, it's stressful. So the ELD, the hours of service, is that the problem? Well, let's look at this differently. I was in the sandwich shop the other day. And the guy put on a brand new pair of gloves, and he made the sandwich for the guy, you know, the lady in front of me. And then it's my turn. So he threw those gloves away, and he put on a brand new pair of gloves, and he made my sandwich. And I asked him, hey, are you having to pay for those gloves? He said, no. I said, well, who do you think pays for them? And he says, you do. You're the customer. You're the one who wants me to have a brand new pair of gloves on every time I make your sandwich. Health codes, regulations, okay? We drivers haven't figured out that even the regulations cost money. It's not up to us to pay for them, but we're paying for them. How? I need to run more miles. I need more miles to run. I gotta have more hours to work. You know, well, then, I'm tired. Pat, I'm working, Pat, what, I'm working. what you're saying, what you're saying is, Pat, that the drivers are stressed about the um, about the wages is what they're really stressed about. Oh, exactly. Uh, oh, I'm not gonna make my appointment, and it's gonna be day after tomorrow before I can deliver. I need more time. You know. If I call the airline, 
And this, okay. is, this is Jerry Fritz was sharing this with me, and it makes sense. If I call the airline and say, hey, I need to leave Dallas at 9 o'clock. No, so we got a flight that leaves at 6, and we got a flight that leaves at 11. No, I got to leave at 9 o'clock. Sorry, sir, we can't help you. But I'm the customer. You need to do what I want. You know what? We cannot please the customer every time. It's not doable. It's not okay. the customer that we answer okay, so, to. It's the so public. What, do, what do you feel is going on stress-wise um, with all this? And I mean, does it? What does it do? Do you do you speed? Do you are you short with people? What what's what's the effects now of um, the hours of service on your on your health on your and men, that's mental and physical. Do you do you know mental something? and physical? Yes. Well, you know, I'm fortunate, okay? I can afford to operate legally. I want to operate legally. I mean, it's not the old outlaw days. There's license plate readers. Every time you go by a scale house, there's so much documentation now. You're foolish if you run illegally. You know, you're looking at a lawsuit. You're looking at going to jail. So why stress about that? Well, we're gonna, I got to run outlaw so I can go to jail and my family will starve? No. Well, so let's, we let's stress let's... about how to pay the bills. Oh, okay. There you go, uh, Carolyn. Let Let's address. Yes. Let's address this because I know you're dying to to share with <laughs> everyone. <laughs> and we've got a couple more callers with their hands up too. So, um, but go ahead. Let Let's address this now. Address which part of what he said? <laughs> well, he he's pretty much stressed uh, because of the way, the timing, the scheduling, worrying about money, you know, how to feed the family, and um, it's all about the hours of service. And a lot of people, here's the deal. Why should the hours of service be any different on a paper log and a... Um, and an ELD, and I was speaking to uh, Les Willis today, and um, I'm not really sure. There's too many numbers up on the dashboard. I, I, I don't know his number, but Les, if you're up there, just put your hand up, um, press 1 on your keypad. But anyway, um, I was talking to him today, and and, uh, and he said it's because it's always up to the driver. They have fixed their logs in the past to compensate for, for the inadequacies of the trucking industry, okay? And meaning, you know, time wasted at shippers and receivers or if they have a hot load, so to speak, but they were in a traffic jam and, and dispatch is pressuring them, things like that. And then they would, um, not to run outlaw, but just so they wouldn't be um, out of service, okay? You can't do that now. Same thing for parking. You know, you you can, you you have to find a parking spot, and if not, you're out, out of hours. So anyway, I guess we, what he's saying is, how do you address all these stresses while you're in this situation? Well, in life, we have things that we can control, and we have things that we can't control. And some of those things that we can't control, we actually can if we want our voice to be heard. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about we can't control is, for now, this is the law. Now, you can let your voice be heard, but for now, 
this this is what you have to deal with. And so since you can't control this particular thing, you can control how you perceive it. And that's very, very important because a lot of people and and I use I used this example yesterday in another radio show that I was doing. If I see a Brussels sprout, I think, oh, wow, I can't wait to eat that. I love Brussels sprouts. But someone else might see a Brussels sprout and think that it's the worst thing in the world. It's nasty. It makes them gag just looking at it. And so it's not the Brussels sprout. It's the perception of the situation. And so we do have control of how we perceive certain situations. I'm not saying to cower down and let people run over you and not let your voice be heard. I'm not at all talking about that part of it. What I'm talking about is the situations in your life that come up that you don't have, like if you've stumped your toe. Well, you know that you would never stump your toe on purpose. That's one of the most painful things because it makes your whole body hurt <laughs> when you stump your toe. Well, it's it's a fact that you stumped your toe. You can either scream and holler and cuss about it you can throw something across the room or you can say, oh, that hurt really bad and go on with your day. And and so it's it's all about how you perceive the situation. And, and in this particular case, I'm hoping that giving you this knowledge, giving you this avenue of escape, if you want to call it that, will help you to deal mm-hmm. with the stresses that weren't there before. And hopefully everything will turn out, well, it'll all turn out okay because we'll have to deal with it one way or the other. But it's so very important to remember and recognize that you have the power to choose how to react to certain situations. And that's very, very important. And, and truck truck driving is just a stressful job in general. We don't really need more reasons to be stressed because it's it's stressful just trying to make it safely from point A to point B with all the other crazies out there. It's stressful to stay on your time frame. It's tr- stressful to figure out how you're going to eat, what you're going to eat, how you're going to eat, and hopefully you're thinking about eating healthy. And how are you going to get something healthy to eat while you're on the road? So it's all about perceiving. And and I know I didn't cover every single one of those situations, but that's one of the biggest things right there. Well, let me just say, before I take this other caller, I just want to say, you know, I find when I become extremely stressed, I get rattled, and then all of a sudden my ability to function is... um, is lessened i won't say it's eliminated but it's lessened and you start you know your mind just starts scrambling and your ability to be rational okay is it starts to diminish yes yeah and um to us the most important thing is to focus on a where you're at at the moment well right now you're in a truck with an eld you hate it but you want change. So you focus on the positive of how to change things. And there's many ways you can do it. I mean, all over there's drivers demonstrating, calling up their representatives, whatever it is you feel. It doesn't matter 
if you agree with with everyone else, it's what you feel and how you want to see the change. And you're not going to be able to do that when you're in a totally stressed out um, situation because you're not going to be rational. And then you'll end up calling up people and screaming at them and taking it out on them, the people that you're trying to um, have help you and listen to you. So um, this is I want to when we get back, I also want to talk about some of the illnesses that are coming up from from being so stressed. And, and I, there's just drivers that are really, really upset right now and it's affecting them. Um, I'm going to take another caller and this is going to be area code 815. Area code 815. Who do we have there? Well, hello. Good evening to both of you. How are you guys tonight? Oh, great. Who do we have? Well, my name my name is Clarence Lamkin. I'm a driver of company for four short years. I've been a driver over the road. Um, and I was directed here by a friend who um brought me here because I reached out to several drivers because of my stress levels. I'm a young man. I'm married. No children yet, but married. And um, I am, I really don't want to say the breadwinner, but I make the only income for my household. And you, so you could understand where stress would even begin to start with in an industry I work for from that standpoint. Um, and since there's a lot of health going on, I am also a very heavy set person. I've, um, I, I try to work hard on my weight. I've fortunately lost only about 40 pounds since last July. It's progress, but it's more. It's, I wish I would have lost more, but it's hard. And um, I, you know, and what sucks is when it goes about wages, as um, Pat just called in about. My issues are, you know, for as much as we don't make, I can't afford to go get healthier foods for two households. For my survival out here on the road, unfortunately, I'm home every week so I can restock quite cheaply. But still, I have to have some of those healthy, more organic versions of food because just so many things have so many bad things in them as much as they are good things. And there's so much stress that I have. And I've, I, I guess, um, the, I guess you guys were talking about it tonight. And I just wanted to, I guess, give my story a bit. And I guess just more advice. You know, I've taken as much of that. I only drink water. I have four gallons of water, and I usually have to refill an extra gallon by the end of the week. I, you know, on healthy foods, I, I try to stick away from things that are cheap, you know, like cheap turkey that's all full of preservatives. That doesn't do me any good. But those things can get expensive, and I don't make enough money to get those really natural things that my body will naturally want. And I'm starting to notice as I've been doing more and more that, you know, the things I'm eating are healthy, but my body feels like I need a little bit more of something from what I've gotten. And I just feel like these foods that even stores are handing out aren't even as good anymore. Well, let me just let me just interrupt you for a second here, and, and I'm sorry. Um, what's your name again? Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Clarence Lampkin. Okay, Clarence. Well, we did a show. Uh, actually, Carolyn, you were on that show about the Truck Stop Food Show, and um, it, it's in the archives. But I, it sounds like you and Carolyn need to hook up because um, I think she could – Really, really, you would benefit greatly um, 
A, buy her book, and B, just talking to her. So that's number one. Number two is I, I just want to know, Clarence, have are you more stressed during this um, ELD mandate, or is it about the same for you? Um, has it affected your wages? You know, how do you uh, feel about that? Well, fortunately, when the ELD mandate began to pass back in December, our company gave us all just a one-cent raise in February, and it took effect. Um, well, actually, they gave it to us in uh, December when it came out, but they didn't put it in effect until February. I don't know why they waited for that, but the point is, is um, and, and yeah, you know, I'm really not going to complain over an extra penny. I mean, that'll add up over the years, and that's but wonderful. But do you feel do you feel do you feel more stressed about the um, mandate? Does the hours of service, uh, you know? affect you physically, mentally, financially? Well, it does. It does okay. in every way. I mean, because the, there's a certain amount of time that I can only make so much money in a piecework wage where I'm controlled. And, I mean, stress above the roof. i got to think about how to, you know, of course I'm trying, you know, a lifestyle change. I'm trying to put food on the table in two households. I'm trying to pay the bills at home while I'm not there. And I have my wife always calling saying something to do. Um, well, well, you, you just, know, and you just add up. You, you just said a I'm very sorry. key thing. No, that's okay. No, you're, we're just thankful that you called. But you just said a key thing. You said piecework wages. And that is a huge issue. And, um, and on Alan's show, on part two of this discussion, that's going to be a huge part of it. Because a lot of the problem is that um, drivers do not get compensated for all their time. If you think about it, the average driver, the Department of Labor boasts that drivers are making a whopping 42000 a year. Okay? On the other hand, they don't mention that they work between 70 and 100 hours a week. Okay? And that's when you're counting all the extra time, not not just their their dry, their legal time. Okay, so we're talking about between eight and eleven dollars an hour, depending where between seventy and a hundred hours you fall into. So it it is stressful, and it's the wages, and that's really the issue with the ELDs. Because if you ask somebody, Clarence. Hey, if you were making 80 or 90 cents a mile of what it should be based on inflation from the 1980s, about 90, 80, 90 cents, would you really care if you had an ELD? And they'd stop and think, maybe not because, you know, I'd be making like, you know, $1,800 a week. And if I'm sitting there, you know, at the at the shipper or receiver, Oh well, you know I'm still going to get my two thousand miles. So it's really exactly. about wages. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I have another caller, and I'm gonna. I put your uh, number down. I'm gonna. I'm gonna introduce you to Carolyn. Um, would Would you like that? I would. Much appreciated. Thank you. Okay. Hold on. Uh, area code nine oh four. Who do we have? Hello, this is Tim. How you doing this afternoon? Hi, Tim. How are you? 
Hey, I'm good. I just wanted to opine. I'm a I'm I'm a flatbed. Uh, uh-huh. I'm an independent. Got my own authority. Um, I'm based out of uh, Northeast Florida, and uh, I got a perspective on this ELD. And uh, as an independent, you know, I had some concerns. And because uh, yeah, I've been doing this 37 years. You know, right. So. I got an idea how it goes, and uh, as a flatbedder, I can't, you know, I, I pulled refrigerated, and the dock times at grocery warehouses and all, and everybody's been complaining about that, 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 that sort of dock time detention since, you know, Abraham was a corporal in the military, okay? And yeah, right. It's never gotten fixed. It's never gotten fixed. It's like immigration right. policy. Everybody screams and hollers and screams and hollers, mm-hmm. and for the mm-hmm. last 40 years, and nothing's done about it, okay? I hear you. Same thing with the detention. You, you go to a warehouse, a grocery warehouse, and they got 55 or 75 doors, and they got 53 foot of warehouse sticking out of 55 doors, okay, that they can mm-hmm. utilize for ever how long they want to use, and until they are penalized monetarily, that's not going to change. Now, in terms of that's the right. ELD, in terms of the ELD, I was concerned with it because, you know, I, it's been ingrained in my head, you know, you, you're going to load, you're going to deliver, and when you load again, you're going to spend the majority of your day doing those jobs. You're not right. going to get much driving time. But what's always been expected Okay, is you go into a steel mill and you show up at nine or ten o'clock in the morning and you leave at four or five o'clock in the afternoon after you've loaded and secured and you got a six hundred and fifty mile ride, well guess what? You gotta be at your delivery at seven o'clock the next morning. And you're there. It was just get given. You're there. Well guess what? We can't do that anymore. Okay? Right. So but there's there's an equation with with the ELD that nobody is is talking about, and that's the economy right now. And people that can't make money in this economy, regardless if they have an electronic logbook or whatever, they're doing something wrong. And I tell you something that I've noticed with these big carriers, not necessarily well, medium to big carriers across the board, respectively. Okay, they're paying their drivers by the mile. They're not paying their drivers percentage of the load. And what I'm seeing is, is I'm seeing loads out of the Midwest coming to Florida and Texas and Northeast, and they're paying 3500 to $4,500. And that driver, if he was making a percentage of that load, he would be making anywhere from 1000 to $1,200. Okay? But he's he's running for 40 or $0.50 cents a mile. He's making $300 That's or $400. Right. And not the only that. are making not a only- killing. Yes, and not only that, but they're not getting their detention pay or any. Exactly. And, uh, yes, and that. Because and, the car- and, here's the carriers. <laughs> right, I'm sorry, but here's the carrier. Okay, they got a $4,000 load coming from Chicago to Florida. Okay, they expense their driver out 40 cents a mile. They expense out seven or $800 for fuel, and they're making bank. They don't care how long their truck sits there at the warehouse. Because so what it's kind going of to be stress? the same way going back. That's right. 
so what, getting to kind of the theme, I mean, you're going to be, I hope you can call in on the um, April 14th show where we actually have a, a debate. And because there's a lot that I, I'd like to talk about tonight, too, uh, about the new 50, mm-hmm. HR 5417. I mean, to me, it's just, I mean, Alan and I talk about it all the time. And to us, it's 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 just about adding more hours uh to the day because we don't really feel like drivers are going to pull off on the side of the road in a truck stop and sleep for three hours. We feel they're going to use it at the right. shippers and receivers to save their time. But getting back to the theme, what what, would, what kind of stresses are you feeling now about uh, with well, an ELD uh, or if you've noticed my, other people? Well, I, I've been logging legal on paper ever since I went independent four years ago. Mm-hmm. Because number one, we're, we're as as that one caller pointed out a while ago, we're being surveilled all the day long. I mean, the Florida right. DOT knows exactly where you're at all day long, regardless if you got a tablet in here for a logbook or a crayon book. They don't care. They know where you're at. Okay. Right. So I really ain't been stressed about it. My stress has been because I can't load nothing bigger than a dollar seventy-five a mile on my trailer. Well, guess what? And days are over. We're in a four-point growth, and I'm loading four dollars a mile. I don't care about my ELD. I've been logging legal anyways. I had a banner February. I made more money in February than I ever had in 37 years. Okay? And I run it under a legal ELD. The problem I have with my ELD is I forget to do a duty status, and that screws me up. I'm I'm so ingrained after all three and a half decades of just pulling into a shipper and jumping out of the truck. Oh, I forgot to set my ELD. And it just keeps me on driving, you know, for another five or ten minutes. And then it switches over to on duty, not driving automatically. There are some quirks that i got to work out. But see, like okay. tonight. See, today I loaded in, in North Carolina, and I'm 20 minutes from being able to get to the house. That means i got to sit outside of the city limits and not make it home tonight. If I had a paper log, I'd be sleeping in my own bed tonight. But them days are over with. That's yeah. Well, getting getting back, um, you know, did, do you have a question for Carolyn? I mean, she, and I'm going to ask Clarence. I have your line open too, if you have a, a question, because uh, Carolyn counsels a lot of drivers, and a lot of them are under stress now. Uh, Tim, you know, you're saying you're not feeling the stress. Uh, because not at all. Legal. And, well, you're an owner operator on top of it, and plus you're you're doing well financially. So there's there's two stresses that you don't feel, but these company drivers are feeling stress. They do, and they do, and and, 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 and they that that's a shame because I, I was there at one time, okay. And he's, yes, but they're in a different they're in a different world in 2018 than I was in 1983, okay. Yes, and they're in a different world now. They 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 have more power to control their own destiny than we did back in the day. Okay, they they have means of media like this forum and so many other ways to get their voices out rather than screaming and hollering, you know, like like their diapers wet. They got to quit doing that. They got to grow up. They gotta they gotta be responsible and quit backing down, okay? They got they gotta stand up to their carrier because the carrier needs them more than they need the carrier. That's that's the biggest thing that they need to understand. 
is they are okay. a bigger mm-hmm. asset to that carrier than the carrier is to them. And that's and that's true. And you know, <laughs> again, that's a part of a whole another discussion. Um, Carolyn, you're you're taking all yes. this in. What what do you want to tell people who are uh, frustrated? Um, Clarence is still on the line. I, I left all of your lines open, Pat, Clarence, Tim. Well, thank um, you. Sure. And what what advice would you like to um, give them? Uh, I mean, I know there's it's affecting people's blood pressure and road rage. Oh my God, there's road rage <clears throat> has has gone up. People trucks even fighting with other truckers. You know. It's really scary, um, but what would you what would you tell everybody? What kind of advice could you give to people? Because there's people listening too that are dealing with a lot of this stress going on. Well, anger has always been an issue as long as there has been man. But yeah. it seems to be that today anger is higher and much more elevated. There are so many people that are dealing with anger issues, and and it's coming from so many directions that getting to the source would take us several more shows but for for now addressing that it's there and what i mentioned earlier about how you perceive things that helps so much with anger but anger causes a lot of problems it causes road rage it causes relationship issues it causes people to get arrested and get in trouble and, and like you said earlier, not think clearly at all. Because when you are angry, your body is in what's called the fight or flight mode. And fight or flight is exactly what it sounds like. We are designed to have this special fight or flight mode within us. So when there's a bear running after us, we've got more fat, we've got more speed and more strength. We're sucking more air into our lungs, our body forgets that we've got a sinus infection, and it opens up our airways bigger than it's ever been opened before, and it takes all that energy and puts toward getting away from the bear. And what happens with that is it shuts down all of the the healing functions. So, for instance, maybe you've got a scab on your knee or you hit your knee on the hitch or something well that healing is not going to heal as fast as well and it may even get an infection because when you are constantly in that fight or flight mode your body is not addressing the other issues and I simplified it as as a scab on your knee but what's really happening is heart failure or not heart failure but heart disease diabetes, any kind of disease that you can think of is magnified because of being in this fight or flight mode, whatever, if you have any health issues, I hope no one does, but the fact is a lot of people, especially truck drivers, have got some health issues because of the lifestyle of being on the road, and it magnifies the effects of trying to get better with these health issues. It, 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 Our body get, I guess in other words, it gets worse. So if you've got diabetes or heart disease or high cholesterol or high blood pressure or 
cancer or whatever, it's going to magnify that, and, and it's going to cause you to either get it, it get worse, or I guess that's the only, it's not going to get better, put it that way. Right. So it, it causes this hormone called cortisol to rise. The fight or flight causes the cortisol to rise, which causes inflammation, which if you didn't already have some type of disease, you may have it now. And you may not know it because of all the stress that is causing your body to go into that mode. So when you hear a lot about stress is not good for you, it kind of sounds cliche. But it really, really does have a lot of impact, negative impact, on your health. So I, I, I ask you to examine yourself and see what things actually stress you out because everything's different. One thing might stress one person out and it might not stress another person out and vice versa. So examine yourselves deeply and find out what are your stressors, find out what triggers that stress and really work on it not only for your emotional health because that that I didn't even get into but because of your physical health. And and for everybody who's listening and I don't know anybody who isn't dealing with stress right now. But, Carolyn, do you still have your free audio on your website with the, um, with the introductory counseling session? Yeah. Okay. If, if, if you're going through any kind of situation, and it, it could be anything. I mean, you even deal with people's weight and anger and all kinds of things, and you've helped a tremendous amount of drivers and their families uh, over the past uh, couple of years, uh, you can go to lifecoachservice.net and just go through the website and at least pick up the free audio and listen. Um, Because I, I find that I get very... I get ill when I'm stressful, literally, and I know a lot of other people are too. So although this is a huge concern right now, I mean, I see drivers arguing amongst themselves about the ELD. You don't need to argue and get angry and frustrated. You need to talk. And that's what I hope uh, on the 14th we're going to come come out to and discuss, discuss things. And, and that's how you create exposure and you, and you, you know, share it with other people and get this brought to light because if if anybody wants change done with the mandate, with the hours of service, it's going to take a a rational, calm mind where you can call people, write letters. Um, If you're planning on going, a lot of the drivers uh, have some demonstrations planned. You want to go with a thoughtful plan and not angry and be able to talk to people in intelligently. I, I think there's one April 9th. I'm, I'm not sure um, who's organizing it or who's going. Um, and for everybody who's listening, our friend Tony Justice has a website out there. I just want to mention this. Um, uh, Tony Justice has truckernation.org, and he talks all about the different ELD um, uh, situations, dilemmas, whatever you want to want to call it, and lots of links. A lot if if you want to know more about things, um, askthetrucker.com. We've got a ton of stuff. Get yourself educated. Get in the trucking groups, and calmly 
Go ahead. Who's that? I, I was going to say, I think that's a key word there. Get yourself educated. Right. We go into flight, fight or flight mode out of panic. We don't know. We don't have an understanding. So if we educate ourselves, then we don't push ourselves into that fight, uh, fight or flight mode. You know, where our adrenaline goes, our immune system shuts down. You know, we're fight or flight. If we educate ourselves, we know not to go there. Instead of arguing, what can I learn from this person who disagrees with me? Maybe well, you he know, will teach me something. Well, you, you know, say, Pat, how do you handle yes, the you're stress? absolutely right. P- people's tendency is to argue, call somebody a name, you're stupid, you're this, you're that, instead of, of saying their point. And, and right now we're in a very polarized um, time. People <sighs> are just like in one corner and other people are in another corner. And, and it, it's almost like they just want to prove their point without listening. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely get yourselves involved and get educated. Understand what's going on with um, H.R. 5417. Understand what it's about. Helen has an article up on com right now, and uh, you, you can probably tell his where he's leading with it, but you don't have to agree with him. You absolutely don't have to agree with him. If you have a point, you know, write a comment, and that could educate the next person. And then the same thing, Overdrive has a lot of articles on it. And uh, every, everybody has, uh, right now, it's, it's, it's really, really a hot topic. You can pretty much go everywhere. But educate yourself on it and, and stay calm because, you know, your health, you don't realize how your health is affected by all this. Uh, but it really is, and the only way you defeat it is to be um, think clearly and logically. Am, am I right, Carolyn? I mean, uh, I, I can't stress that enough that I know. Listen, I was at Gats one year. I'm going to give our example with my pocketbook, Carolyn. Okay? Oh, I remember. <laughs> uh, and Carolyn and I were at Gats together, and I laid my pocketbook down. And you're talking about someone who just totally freaked out, totally. I mean, how is, I'm thinking all of a sudden, how am I going to get back on the plane? I won't have my, you know, ID. And uh, I wasn't even thinking about the money. I was thinking about my ID and everything, all, everything like that in there. And I'm looking at Carolyn, and she's standing there, and she's so calm. And I, I'm thinking, how could you be calm? Why aren't you frantically helping me look? And she's just very calm. And she said, so where were you? And I said, well, I was, was, oh, I don't know. I was in the silent. Well, within two minutes, she comes back with my pocketbook. And I'm just staring at her. Like, how do you do that? (laughs) Right? (laughs) So there's a perfect example of how to get something done without freaking out. And, I mean, I'll never forget that. I really won't. It, it was it was just it, – what I don't forget is I was actually mad at you for not being upset like I was. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it. You look like a chicken with your head cut off running around. <laughs> yeah, 
but 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 she's right. So we we've got to get our heads straight and you know just live with the situation for now and be optimistic and see the vision and see the change. Listen, I got a bunch of people that just jumped on the dashboard, and this is just the people calling in. I I can't see who's listening online, but if you're if you're on the line listening right now, and you want to put your two cents in, we're talking about. Um, the ELD mandate, HR 5417, how the stress is affecting mm-hmm. you, what's going on with you with all this. Um, just click one on your keypad, and what that does is um, it just raises your, your hand uh, and lets us know. And if you're listening through the Internet, just dial in 347-826-9170. And then again, click one on your keypad, and um, that'll that'll bring you up. Oh, but anyway, um, I didn't mean to go off on any tangents over here. Um, I, I do well, want to bring your, up. Go ahead, go ahead, Pat. I said, what you're illustrating is how do I direct my energy? Do I let my energy take me into a panic? Or do I direct my energy into controlling the situation? Okay? Yeah. Exactly. You can control yourself. Exactly. Self-control. And sometimes something as simple as deep breath, a little deep breathing kind of rejuvenates you and brings you back down to ground zero where you can get on top of it. Um, Well, as long as there's... Oh, go ahead, Carol. Yes, by all means. as long as there's people, more than one person, there's going to be people with a different opinion. They're not always going to agree on everything, and that's called life. And if we can understand that we're always, all not always going to agree, and we can accept that, that your opinion is okay and my opinion is okay, and we can agree to disagree, and we can respect that each other has a different opinion. And it doesn't have to mean that it, that someone, some one or some two or some three, have to be mad at each other just because we have a different opinion. And, and anger, again, I'm harping on that fight or flight mode, but anger is so unnecessary. Now, when something is absolutely wrong, like hurting a child or something like that. That's a whole different story. But it's when it's something that's negotiable that one person has this opinion and one person has this opinion that's not something morally wrong, then we need to remember that it's okay for people to have different opinions. And like Pat said, it's amazing to how much you can learn from someone that actually has another opinion. And so don't allow yourself always be in control of you. You can't be in control of somebody else. You can try, but it's never going to happen because we are created to only be able to control ourselves. And so you you within you have a huge amount of power to put toward controlling yourself. But many people don't realize, number one, that they can only control themselves and not someone else. And number two, that they actually do have the power to control themselves and how they react to different things, such as road rage and all these negative things, 
which we've already mentioned some, just stress in general, road rage, anger, uh, arguing, all these negative things cause health problems, but not only just health problems like disease, it causes emotional strain and emotional problems. It causes weight gain. Stress causes weight gain. That is a fact. And that's no, kind of hard for us to get weight gain. That too. What is it? <laughs> donuts. <laughs> he said donuts cause weight gain. That's exactly right. But you are right there, and don't get me on that one. But yeah, um, that's a whole other show. <laughs> yeah, that's another show. We probably have already done that show, but we could do it again. But but the stress really does cause even if we're eating a pretty decent diet. Stress can cause weight gain. But talking about the emotional side, and and since I'm a colon hydrotherapist and the digestive system is one of my most favorite topics to talk about, what what most of us don't realize is we have more neurons, which are nerve cells, in our gut than we do in our brain and in our spine. And so when we are upset... I'm sure most of us has, have experienced some sort of gastrointestinal discomfort when we're stressed out. I know I have. When I've yeah, been on stage speaking before, I've got butterflies and my guts are shaking so hard it sounds my voice sounds like I'm driving down some railroad tracks in a car. And so, and that has to do with emotions physically affecting me. And so, it's so very important to be aware of self, always self-check, always be more aware of yourself and put more energy toward yourself than the lashing out that energy toward others. And if you do that, then you are always in control and you're going to be making such better decisions in how you react to situations. So the, the bottom line, real quick, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just thinking, and I put things together while we were talking, and Tim made a point earlier after my comments about company drivers' worth and the idea that a lot of the time these, you know, you know, my company needs me to run this truck. And as much as, as, much as they can go find somebody else, it's more of a hassle for them to do that than to try to preserve me. And, and But yet in the same breath, it's true that these companies take these drivers like me and whittle me down to nothing. They, you know, and after years of working for a company, you know, and and then some other company says we're greener on the other side and we'll do a little bit more than that guy did, and then they don't. And then talk about feeling worthless. I've this is the fourth company I've been with since I've started over the road stuff. Um, I've been working for all types of different things, and you know, and I think that's part of these issues with these drivers that are company drivers that, you know, I don't have a lot of people to talk to. Is I, I feel generally worthless, and I think it leads to the stress of the stress of feeling like nothing, to not just in my work life, but then in my home life. I, I really do feel like if I don't make enough, my wife hates me, and then I hate well, myself. Well, well, you know, Alan, Alan wrote a book in 2000, and I, I wish I could just send it to everybody listening here tonight. Because it really not much has changed uh, since he wrote it, but it, it pretty much was about how the drivers um, 
uh, well, they're, they're, they're lied to many times, and there's a lot of things that go on. And it's almost a way to have control over the driver. And, of course, he gets into all kinds of things, details uh, uh, about, you know, getting in driver's CDL training, um, you know, sign-on bonus scams and lease scams and you name it. He he warns people about them so that they don't fall into into it. It, it isn't a, a book to say stay away from the industry, but it's a book to say beware. Beware of what's going on so that you don't f- fall into these things. But the the problem is that you know, I want to say, and Carolyn, help me with this. Don't allow yourself to get there. Don't be defeated, because you you've got a lot to um, to offer, and we it's our it's how we perceive ourselves is really what matters, and not the way others perceive us. Can you add to that, Carolyn? Because I'm probably not right, saying it you- right. Now, do you uh, are you on Facebook? I am, yes. There are so I'm many just, very sorry. very encouraging groups that are drivers that are encouraging each other out there on the road. Now there are some groups that you don't want to get into, <laughs> but there are some really yeah. good groups out there that are very encouraging, and a lot of drivers feel the same way. A lot of drivers wish they had more friends to talk to that relate to their situation. And Without you will being find those names. type of people. Yes. <laughs> and you'll find those types of people the bet to me the best place to find those types of people are in the groups that are on Facebook. I I'm a member of several groups on Facebook. By all means you can friend me and I can send you some of the groups that I think that are some of the better ones. You can also get on some groups that are really good about how to eat healthier on the road. And I'm always posting things on how different recipes or different healthier versions of your favorite food. And so the information is out there. Search for it. And what you're talking about is feeling defeated. And that's what I was talking about earlier. Examine yourself. Defeat is a negative, and and nobody wants to feel negative in any way. And so examine the fact that you feel defeated and find out what's actually triggering you to feel that way. And when you find out what causes that, then step, kind of step back and look at what that is. And it's probably not even a reality. It's probably something that's a perception. And I'm not degrading you here. I'm trying to help you. I hope you're not taking that as a degrading oh, topic. Oh, no. Okay, okay, because I do not. I'm all about being positive and helping because I really care. It is it is my passion to help drivers, and I do it a lot. <laughs> I do a lot for drivers. And my husband is a second-generation truck driver, and we've been in it for practically 20 years. So I know a lot about the tr- trucking industry, and I get it. Well, and the issue is that I have an issue with the positivity thing. And I think and I think it goes back to what we were talking about, having it affect relationships. Like, I've never been physically abusive or even mentally abusive to my wife. But, but you know, the, I remember her saying several months ago that she'd noticed anger, so much anger and things. 
and things I didn't even think about noticing. I was just too stressed to think about. I was too nervous to think about. I was, you know, I, I was trying to figure out what's Keep next. If, there, if, there, if, if the grass is any greener on the other side at another company, and then I heard a driver on another show the other day mention that a lot of the time it's not. And, and right. all these personas, in some ways, right. you know, it, 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 it's either learn to run a good trucking business and have your own authority, or otherwise just stay where you are for 20 years because it ain't any different anywhere else you go. Well, that's why we need to fight for, and, and this is going to take this conversation a little bit off course, but we need to fight for higher wages. Because that is really the root of a lot of the anger and frustration that drivers are feeling. Because Okay. Because when you are making less than what you made in the 1980s, and when I say less, I mean the same, but the cost of living has doubled or tripled or whatever, okay, then you are making less. And when you have to work 100 hours a week to make $800, which is about what the Department of Labor says that truck drivers make a week, then there's something wrong because we're talking about $8 an hour. And like I said, that could range up to 12 or depending on what you do make. But if you're not making 80 or $0.90 cents an hour, then you're going to be stressed. I um, I, I'm sorry, thanks, Pat. A mile, <clears throat> uh, because that's what so, it would be if you raised the rates of what it was in the '80s. Okay, so all this about the ELDs and um, and giving, you know, HR 5417, allowing drivers to log uh, off duty for three hours to take a rest break. It it's. Well, I, you know what? I'd like to ask. We, we we have a lot of callers on the line tonight, and I'd just like to ask a question. And anybody who's been on, your line is open. But all you listeners, how many of you, if, if you feel like uh, being a part of this, feel, feel that adding that three-hour off-duty to take a rest would help you. Okay, well, I had a hand go up right away. Okay, click one on your <laughs> keypad if you want to answer that question. Or the May I comment? Is, well, you can comment because they're raising their hands right now. Yeah. Um, I'd, like that, let a, me, I'd like to make a comment as well. Okay, go ahead. As would I. I'm gonna let, okay, I'm going to let all of you three make a comment, and then I'm going <laughs> to pick up the other people. <laughs> Okay, if I don't mind. Um, again, it goes back to education. We've got to look at things from both sides. Is the ELD negative or we just see it as being negative? How could we make it positive? How could we use an ELD to increase our wages? It could be a good thing. This uh, three hours, how is it going to be used? Who has control over it? Is your three hours, are you going to be at a loading dock and, and oh, I'm sorry, i got to leave now, I'm out of hours. No, you're not. you got three more hours you can use. Is your dispatch going to say, uh, oh, no, you got three hours. You can go pick up this load. Or meaning the extra three hours. Or going to be hours. more tired. 
Yeah, our driver's actually going to be more fatigued because they're working 17-hour days now instead of 14-hour days. Look how okay. it changes, the, how it rotates the clock. So I work how you 17 fix that hours, is, take 10 off. So how you fix that is you get paid for detention time, and that's not minimum wage, but that's the average of what you've been making while you were uh, driving down the road, which comes between 20 and $28 an hour if you do the math. We don't have time to figure it out right now. Yeah. But what you're saying is well, that instead of saving hours to drive more to make more money, get paid for for your all time, and that's what we've been saying a long time. Okay, who else wants to uh, make well, a comment? Well, Clarence is a company driver. So, Clarence, how do you think the company is going to make you use that three hours? Well, how is the company going to take advantage of you? One of the things that I've been worried about was how the company's used my off time. And usually any off time I get is is under direction of the company, which is where a lot of our pay issue comes from. But here's the issue I was thinking about when I heard this. That three hours, that will be a personal choice. That will be my choice. My company didn't tell me to stop to take that three hours or within the three-hour rule. I did. So okay, now but let me ask you a question. Clarence, okay. let me ask you a question. If you're extremely tired and you're on route uh, for either a, a pickup or a delivery and uh, you tell dispatch, listen, I'm really tired. I'm going to pull over for a couple hours and take a nap. What what do you think their reaction is going to be to you? For the company I work for, they would support that choice. But the okay, issue good. I have, but the reason why I I might comment here, is that that that's a personal choice. That's me saying that'll be me. And if whatever happens with the load at that point, the scheduling is on me. Now it goes back. So what my fear is, is that that will be my time. That is the one three hours of um, a day I have, however I use it, that that's mine. And now if I go to a shipper or a receiver and I'm sitting at the dock for five hours and because, you know, now it's legal, I can put my 15 minutes on duty, then spend the rest of the four and a half off duty. Am I going to be able to put that, you know, I don't want to use my three hours at the dock, that because that's the time I'm being paid for. I should be paid for now. Now, no, but now these carriers can come out and say, "Well, you have an extra three hours. Right. Go ahead and just use that." Now, I call my company and say, "I need detention for the four hours I sat here." Well, Clarence, that was your time. That was your three hours. You don't get detention for you sitting there. That that was your choice to use that three-hour break. Well, that's not fair to me. I was here by your direction, but you chose to use your time on that. So you now have your extra more of your 14, but now I have to earn that 14 or more of that day running to make up for not getting detention pay because I made a choice on when to use my off-duty instead of using it for when I am tired, you know, 13 hours later, and I would like to take a little bit of a break before I finish driving a little bit farther down the road. Okay. Uh, now, Tim, did you want to add to that before I pick up these other callers? Yeah, I would. Now, you know, I was a company driver from the 80s to the mid-90s before I became an owner-operator. And the one thing that drove me to be an owner-operator was, number one, I, want, I wanted to be an entrepreneur, okay? That was a drive that I had. But the biggest 
the next thing that drove me was the terminal managers, the ops managers, and all of these people that were slate drivers. You, you, can, you never could do enough. I come from a day when we were when I was logging 80, 90, and 100 hours a week, okay, in day caps. I just working stupid. I had a family. I had kids. The one thing that they always managed to do was keep everybody in debt so they could keep you as a slave. Now, the biggest, right. it's the biggest called problem, control. Yeah, control. And, 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 you know, the only way to ride a horse is keep him starving. And what you do is, is the, the, you know, they're wanting to extend these three hours, okay? Well, you got to be careful what you pray for, okay? Because these carriers, they're, they're smart people. The bean counters are going to get in there, and they're going to figure out, wait a minute, we got 500 trucks or 1,000 trucks or 1,500 trucks. They just give us three optional hours a day that we can manage our fleet in. Okay. That's right. So you got it. They're going to train. They're going to train. They're going to train their dispatch system how to work that to their advantage. Okay. Now I'm not going to say in all cases. Okay. Right. Like the right. one company driver you have on the on the line right now. Okay. What they're going to do is you're going to be sitting at a grocery warehouse for seven or eight hours trying to get unloaded, and they're going to ask you to use your three hours time because you got to run across town and pick up a fifty thousand load of pipe. Uh, a load of beer that's got to go 400 miles up the road. They want it delivered the next morning. Okay, you got it, Tim. And if you get your three hours in, you can do this. Now you got to be careful. I think, and this is just me. I'm just, you know, I graduated in the top top half of the lower one third of my class, so I'm not the smartest crayon in the box. But I think 70 hours a week, 11 hours of driving time with the 8-2 split or 5-5 split is plenty enough time. You can get you can make a good income out here driving on the 70-hour clock. That means you're driving anywhere from 2,500 miles a week to 3,000 miles a week. But you've got to start making money by percentage and not by the mile. With the ELD, what you need to do is you need, like today, for instance, if I could have navigated my 8 and 2 split and used it as a 2 and 8 split, I could be sitting at my receiver tonight rather than three and a half hours up the road. That would have benefited me individually. You see, they, they, yeah. need, they need to make the current HOS a little bit more flexible so it works within our schedule, within the driver's schedule, not the carrier's schedule. The carrier's not driving the car, the truck. The carrier's and, at the house drinking a beer, watching Roxanne, okay? That's what he's right. doing. The driver's and out here working. Plus pay for all time. Yeah, exactly. If you're at a dock, you're being paid. You're not taking off duty time. That's right. So that's how you think. You got to work within what you have. Right. That's just my opinion. I thank you. Thank you all very much. Um, I'm going to pick up area code. Excuse me. Area code six three zero. Area code 630, who do we have on here tonight? It's Bob Stanton. Hey, Bob, how are you? Well, again, I am actually opposed to the pause bill Babin has proposed unless there are two tweaks made to the proposal. The first change would be that the pause may not be taken 
at a location where freight was picked up or delivered. And again, some of the other people on the call have already given the reasons why. One of my concerns is that if that proposal goes through, currently the industry standard is two hours of free time for loading and unloading. Any shipper or receiver in their right mind would just say, we now want three hours of free time because you get this three-hour break. We're going to start using it. The second change I, I would want to see would be that the pause may only be taken at a time and location of the driver's choosing. And again, other callers have brought up, for me, a 14-hour workday is plenty long. Hours of service came out of the 1930s where drivers fought to get hours of service because carriers expected drivers to work 24 hours a day. We're going backwards. 14-hour workday is plenty long. Another argument to use in this, there's a very good study showing if someone has been awake and working for 17 hours, their reaction times and performance in a driving simulator is the same as having a .05 blood alcohol concentration. I've read that. Commercial I've drivers point. Point zero four is is DUI, so they're you're literally expecting commercial drivers to drive when the their physiology is saying you're impaired as bad as if you were drunk, and that's just stupid. Because again, only the driver's gonna know if you actually got any rest during that pause, and if carriers are allowed to tell you when or where they want you to take the pause, we're just going backwards. Yep, yep, thank you. Thank you very much. You're exactly right. I'm going to leave your line open in case you think of something. Everybody's lines are open, kind of like an open forum tonight. Um, I'm going to pick up area code 740. Area code 740, who do we have on the line? Oh, this is Brant. Hey, Brant. I was just going to say the same thing. If they put a clause in there, well, I don't think drivers would. I mean, I don't want. I wouldn't want the extra three hours. But if they're going to try to put that in there, they should make where you can't take the time at the shipper or the receiver. You know. Well, let me ask you a question. Um, I'm going to kind of turn it back now to the um, stress. Are you feeling? How do you feel about this whole ELD thing? Are you feeling stressed? Have you noticed other people? Stressed and acting differently, or any kind of road rage, or, or or speeding, or anything while you're out on the road. Um, I want to bring it back to the to the um, how it affects people right now uh, in their in their life. Do you see a difference in your livelihood, your wages, anything like that? Mm, not a lot of difference. I mean, I like I don't blame the law or the ELD. I would say it's, the problem is with dispatch for either booking many miles on the truck or you know they, they need to change the way they dispatch the trucks to reflect the real world driving time right but you yourself aren't feeling stressed then with this new mandate 
Is that Probably correct? Probably not. I guess not Probably every day, not. though. I mean, I, you know, I mean, you know, when it gets close to when you're down to your last thirty minutes, you, you always kind of worry sometimes, you know. But okay. So just a, a low-level stress. A lot of people say, yeah. "Well, you know, you just have to plan, plan better," or something like that. <clears throat> but uh, okay, Pat, you were saying something. I was telling little dog to hush. <laughs> He's starting to get yappy. Um, I was getting trying to find the mute button on my mic. But she, that's oh. exactly right. The carriers, the drivers are paid by the mile. Okay? Why are these carriers calling drivers on the telephone saying, oh, your 10-hour break is up. It's time for you to get rolling. Oh, your 30-minute break is up. Five minutes ago, you're stealing time from me. Wait a minute, you're paying me by the mile. So we've got to look at the reality of it. We've got to go through the regulations. The carrier owns and is responsible for your time. You have sold your time to the carrier 24 hours a day. You have sold that to the carrier, and the carrier decides how many pieces, how many miles you're going to run. This goes against the principles of piecework pay. Piecework pay should be outlawed for, for drivers. There's no way they can they can better themselves with piecework wages. They don't have a, a forest out in front of them that they can go cut all the wood they want to sell. No, they're limited. They're limited by speed limited speed limits. They're limited by the clock. They're limited by what the dispatch gives them. No, so they're limited you can't by their time at the dock. With, with they're limited well, again, by the why are they working for free? Okay, um, federal labor code outlines that 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 is compensable time. Uh, section uh, Title Twenty Nine Seven Eight Five Point One Six. It's in federal labor code that a driver is to be paid while waiting, while waiting at or nearby while the truck is being loaded. Look at California labor law. This is what the Denim Amendment's all about. I was just uh, going to bring that up. 226, well, we've beat it five times for crying out loud. It's not about meal and rest breaks. California requires that drivers, employee drivers, be paid detention time. Are they getting paid for it? Okay. No, the ATA wants to shut it down. You told me today that the ATA is all over this uh, HR 5417. They love that's it. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what exactly. I heard. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, why wouldn't they? Supply and demand. We're adding three hours a day. Multiply that times 1.5 million over-the-road trucks. That's 4.5 million hours of capacity we're putting back into the market. That's the equivalent of over 500,000 trucks. What happens then? Rates go down. We are over capacity again. The well, EAD the I, took capacity out of the market. Well, two things. You know, the way I see it, everything in um, trucking seems to be hidden behind the word safety. And, I, I mean, I personally believe that Congressman uh, Brian uh, Babin truly thought this was a great idea unfortunately he probably doesn't understand the um the uh, agenda that could be used to 
work against the driver instead of for him. Now, I'm sure some drivers would use it to rest and not have to take it off their 14. I'm sure they would. But I'm sure there's many more that would um, use it at the docks because they want to make more money, get more miles with their piecework wages. Number two of this, and you brought this up about the Denim Amendment, uh, which has been defeated now uh, five times. I, I thought I had some, um, yeah, it's been defeated five times in the 2015 Highway Bill, the 2016 FAA Reauthorization, 2017 Omnibus, FUD, DOT 218, Appropriations Bill, and now again in the 2018 Omnibus Funding Bill. And what basically what that is, in a nutshell, and there's all kinds of articles and uh, graphics on AskTheChucker.com if you want to if you want to uh, learn more about it, um, just scroll through the trucking news and you'll come with about 20 articles on it. But in a nutshell, what it would mean is for all those people who feel that tracking your deta- the time at the docks could help you because you're, you have the potential to be paid, if any kind of this, we call it the denim language, the denim amendment, preemption of the F4A, Whatever you want to call it, what it would say is that you no longer legally would have to be paid for anything other than your piecework wages, which is your miles driven. That's what this um, this says. Matter of fact, I have Alan talking about it. I'm, I'm just going to let him. Uh, I have a recording here, and and it, he might explain it better than I am. And we've had a lot of shows regarding truck driver pay with uh, most drivers agreeing that they should be paid for all working time. And it's well known within the industry that drivers work anywhere from 20 to 40 extra hours a week doing tasks other than driving. And much of those hours, as we all know, are waiting at the docks. And it's not uncommon for a trucker to wait several hours or more. Uh, I've done it myself. I've sat at docks for uh, uh, 24 hours or more, 24 to 36 hours myself. So some companies will pay drivers. Drivers after two hours, others not at all. But the sad thing is, many drivers have accepted that this is the norm. But the argument that is most disturbing is when a carrier will defend not paying drivers for all time by saying that it's calculated in your cents per mile. So my uh, response to that is really, and and how is that? I would like for them to explain that to me. I mean, perhaps if you look at it as it was calculated decades ago in the 80s, maybe. But the fact that drivers are making the same pay, most drivers the majority of drivers as they were back then tells me that CPM cents per mile is most definitely not compensating for those 30 to 40 hours per uh, week extra work time on top of the driving. So drivers now want to be compensated for their time to make up for the fact that their wages have stayed stagnant while the cost of living has increased significantly. And uh, which brings us to tonight's show and what and why the trucking industry is doing to ensure drivers continue to be paid only their 
piecework wages and nothing more. And as a matter of fact, the ATA has made it very clear that a top priority that they have this year is to have a bill passed which will use federal law to override federal court rulings and preempt state labor laws which are there to protect employees. And since November uh, 2015, the ATA and other organizations have been attempting to interpret the intended meaning of the Federal Aviation Administration Authorization Act, the F4A, in an attempt to prevent drivers any possibility of ever being paid for anything other than the miles they drive. Okay. Um, that I hope that explained it um, a little better. We've had shows on that, and, you know, anybody who wants the link to the shows, we can we can send it to you. Um, but anyway, that, that is the other side of the coin with recording all time at the docks if this legislation is included in the up-and-coming um, either infrastructure bill or omnibus bill. Again, we have to try to defeat it, and we've we've had a lot of calls to action for this, and the drivers have called up, and it has been um, defeated five times. But that doesn't mean it's gonna it's gonna be uh, you know defeated again unless people really raise their voices to this. And and a lot of people don't even understand it because it's disguised behind the words um, like Pat said, meal and and rest break. And they try to tell people, oh, do you want this? You don't want this because you're going to have to stop every uh, three or four hours and take a rest, which isn't true. It's up to the driver if they want to stop. But they will be paid for it even if they don't stop. So anyway, we kind of went off the beaten path a little bit, but it's all connected um, one way or the other. Um, Again, we've got a bunch of people uh, on the line tonight. Uh, They just jumped on. Uh, we're probably going to be um, – I have time for one more caller. If you want to raise your hand, just press 1 on your keypad. notifies us that um, you want to put your two cents in on the discussion of the effects of ELD mandate on trucker health and safety. And I'd like to ask people, do you feel safer? Oh, I just had a hand go up. Um I heard somebody say something. Did somebody pop up and say something? Wait, I was going to give you an example of driver health, and maybe stress, and how it all comes Go together ahead. if you is want. This, is, is this Brant? Yeah. Like, okay. I got to do just... 500, like, I got to do right now, I got I got to do, like, 550 miles and two dropping hooks to make a delivery that I have to do for tomorrow night. I got 23 yeah. hours. Now, I think this batch books it too close. I'm not even sure I can make it, but I, I'm not going to stop and eat healthy food because I got to try to make it because that's what they want me to do, you know, until right. I call them tomorrow and until they say, well, maybe I guess you can't make it tomorrow, you know. Well, supposing during all that you got really <clears throat> tired and you said, even with this tight schedule, though, um, I want to stop and take a um, a two-hour nap. I mean, what would they say to you on that? What do you, you know? What, what are you nuts? Yeah, because they want the they want the load has to be there. It's got an appointment for tomorrow already, you know. Right. So they'll probably tell you take your three hour nap once you get there and log off duty. That's what they'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, if you Ari, don't, if you I'm don't, gonna. And if you don't do go it, ahead. say you can't do. Well, just huh? say, if you don't, if you if you're trying to if you say you're tired, 
they would just say, well, maybe you're not cut out to be a truck driver if you can't deliver your loads on time, you know, that type of stuff. Right, and that's that's a form of control. That's a form of control, isn't it, Carolyn? Did you just hear that response? That, yes. well, maybe maybe you're not good enough. That's what they're saying. Well, you're not good enough like the rest of everyone. You're not one of us, right? <laughs> Knowing damn well that the, that the, 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 the rest of everybody's feeling the same way, but... Control is a, a very big factor. Wouldn't you agree, Carolyn? Control is not right, but it happens all too often in, in all industries. But the trucking industry, you've heard some of these drivers say it over and over and over, how they're feeling and being controlled by their companies. And that's not healthy. It's not right. And you like one driver said, you've got to, or maybe a couple of drivers said tonight, you've got to stand up. And it's harder for them mm-hmm. to get another driver than it is to just please you. May I? You know, it's it's expensive to hire somebody. Right. Right. Well, well, that's that, right. I can use oh, the ELD against them, you know. So that's why Ward and I were. Uh, uh, there, yeah, I used the ELD against you. I believe that's what you said, right, Brant? Yeah, I was saying, well, I'm going to use it against the company when I call dispatch, and I'm going to tell them, look, you can see where I stopped, how long it took to get loaded today. It took an hour and a half. There's not enough time. You're going to have to change the appointment. You know, it's not my fault. And use that against exactly. me. Exactly. You, you put the ELD to work for you. Look at look at what I've done. You can see that I've been working my butt off. Who the hell are you to gripe at me? How could I do it any better? It's all laid out in front of you. It gives you a tool to work with. You see my point? Sure. All right. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna uh, pick up okay, one more. I'm sorry. Can I get one more point before we do that? I was thinking about something. I'm sorry. Go but, ahead. Don't um, be sorry. With with all with all this solo talk. How is it going to affect team driving? Because I was thinking, when I first started driving and I went to school and they were teaching us hours of service and how to drive team. I never drove team, but they taught me how to do it. And with a lot of it was at your half-hour break, usually you switch drivers. So now they want to get rid of the half-hour break, but they have a three-hour stop. So talk about available working hours, Pat. Now how about team drivers that literally while the other guy is driving – you're on your three-hour forced, you know, and, and not really a forced break, but a utilized three-hour break. So as soon as you get your hours back, you, you you no longer just have the three hours of drive time and maybe, you know, an hour and a half of your uh, 14. You now have three hours of your drive time and still another, you know, two or three hours of your on-duty. I mean, those guys are now looking at working almost 20 hours a day because there's no way someone tries to take a nap on a moving truck for only two hours by the time they actually get in bed and get woke up and then, you know, get switched again. So now you're literally talking about two hours of sleep in a 20-hour day. How's that going to – so, and of course, they'll go back to, you know, these companies are going to – you know, they're obviously not going to tell you what to do, but for a new driver like I was in training, they're going to definitely say this is how we do it, even though it's only been a rule, if it is a rule, for a couple months. They don't have a system yet, but but of course this is how we, this is how we, this is how they're going to tell the new drivers, the guy just coming out of school and going to orientation. 
Right, right. Well, I think that, you know, this isn't law yet. I mean, this is just a bill, okay? But this is something that, um, you know, it, it, it could be brought up. I mean, I don't know the answer to it. Um, uh, you know, I it don't know if anybody amended. Else. It could be it's amended. Right. We, we, we right. drivers could insist that the uh, shipper-receiver clause be put in there. You know, uh, like Bob was saying, you know, and Bob's got some valid points. This could be very good for an owner-operator or independent. And somebody who controls their time, I pretty much control my time. I don't have to worry about somebody telling me right. what to do and how to do it. I, I, I could use this rule. Right. I could see where this would overall, be much more uh, embraced by an owner-operator than a company driver. But on the other hand, we have to realize that the way company drivers are paid also affects the freight rates for owner-operators. And a lot of people may disagree with that, but um, that's just... It's this role. Right. I'm going to pick up area code... I'm going to pick up area code 319... Area code 319, who do we have here? This is Michael. I'm a friend of JoJo's. Okay. Hi, Michael. I'm a third-generation trucker. My feeling, I'm an own operator also. My feeling of the facts, the Brian Babin bill, we all need to call his office and get it tweaked. His three hours can't be used at the shipper receiver. Okay, but so you're with Tim on even, that. Right. We, to be honest with you, we don't even really even need it. All we need is the flexibility to stop that clock during rush hour traffic, mm-hmm. and it should count against our 10-hour break. The problem in this industry is since deregulation, you had all these companies come in, undercut the freight rates, say so they can do the job cheaper, than the LTL carriers could. So they cut out the drivers even getting paid in the detention time. Right now, we look at the model of the LTL carriers. All their drivers is paid for all their time. They haul the mm-hmm. same freight we all do. If and they, they have a lower turnover rate. Dock, yep, they lower, their turnover rate is 7%. Right. 4% of that is them retiring with a real retirement. We doesn't have that in our industry. Right. And like I was telling JoJo, I like some of the things that ELD or me done, but why I wanted to step it, uh reason why I won't participate in these protests because they're not taking it to the level that I want to take it to. And what I mean by that, I think we need to start calling out the carriers. I think we need to be in front of the ATA office in Washington, D.C., their main building, and call them out and ask them how do they represent us. Why do they want this general amendment passed on the pails for peace rate rates. And we can get right. the media out there with us, that'll put a stop to all that. Don't you think? Well, I, you know, it depends what media you're looking at. Now, I'll tell you, now that you brought this up, I saw, and I'm sure a lot of people listening tonight saw Todd Spencer of OIDA on with Stuart Varney on a show. And that is with um, Fox News, okay? And, and most Correct. drivers, most drivers enjoy watching Fox News. Um, I personally don't believe they're looking out for the driver. I think they're more looking out for the corporations. 
But that's just my opinion. And when I saw this video, and Todd was trying to explain truck driver wages, and um, I wish Alan was here right now because he was fuming when he saw that video. And he saw Todd trying to explain about the truck driver wage situation, which we're in total agreement with. And what is um, um, Stuart Varney? I, I, I can't I get his first and last name mixed up. But anyway, you know who I mean, and you probably know the video. He was trying to make it sound like, well, there's a problem with the truck driver shortage because of all the alcohol and drugs going on. And Todd was kind of like, no. That you know, that's that's not what it is, and and he tried to explain, and then um, Stuart came back again. But isn't it true that? And Todd had to come back again and explain, no, it, it's not. So finally, Alan couldn't take it anymore, and he he picked up the uh, his phone and put a tweet out, a sarcastic tweet. You know, try, saying, I don't know what he said. It's something like, you know, Todd's trying to explain what the driver shortage is about, and Stuart just wants to talk about drugs and alcohol. Oh, something like that. I, but my, my point is, you say the media. Well, as much as truckers hate, like, CNN and, and MSNBC, that's the media that will cover it, okay? And, right. and a lot of people might be angry with me saying that, but it's the truth. Um, so if you want it out there, um, I, I'd be contacting, I'd be contacting them, and because they're more leaning towards the um, the worker. I mean, does anybody disagree with me? You know, all your lines are open. You can yell at me if you want. No, I, I agree with you. I have actually written Dateline NBC in 60 minutes. I have I haven't even got a response back from them because I want to show them the problem is in, in this industry, and it comes from the corporate side of trust. That's where all our problems come from. These same people that has fault to put ELDs in our truck. Neither was the one, main ones breaking the rules. Right. And, and by the way, I just want to say, I mean, I'm I'm a registered Republican. So, you know, if anybody wants to go, oh, she's a libtard and all this stuff, you know, um, that's not true. Okay? It's just that I see reality for what it is. You know? <laughs> well, Nancy Pelosi, Eleanor, I think her name's Eleanor Norton Holmes, these are Democrats who have fought hard. Uh, Pete DeFazio fought hard for the truck drivers. They've been the truck drivers' best friends, but we don't give them any recognition for it because they're wacko liberals, you know? So, well, again, we've got to be willing to learn and to educate ourselves. And the whole thing is to be open-minded and, and look. And this, we were talking about educating ourselves earlier in the show. You can get online and find out what representative has voted for what bill and who has fought for truckers. People have to know who's fighting for each different thing. Now, on the 3282, which was the delay of the ELD mandate, most all were Republicans fighting for that. 
But on the well, other yeah, side of that, because Republicans represented by big business, they only represent big business. They don't care nothing about us. Well, it's well, all no, about. No, no. What I'm saying is, they voted to delay the ELD. They, he had oh, 75 co-sponsors, and they were willing to delay it. So there's a case where they were on the trucker side. Now, if you go to the Denim Amendment being paid for all time and not uh, amending state rights so that they can't pay drivers for all, all their time in, in addition to their piecework wage, then on that side of the coin, it's the Democrats. So you can't say – all Democrats are terrible. All Republicans are terrible. There's people you have to know your issue and know who is fighting what for you. And and it'll re- relieve some of the polarization that's going on right now in the country. We we, we there's a, a lot of you know this side against that side and 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 you have to be educated and know who's fighting for what uh in the trucking industry. I'm going to have to. Um, our time's winding down. Um, if anybody wants to say something, say it now because um, I'm going to get Carolyn back on the line and, and we're going to do a couple of announcements. But uh, does anybody want to add to that? Yeah, well, this is the problem. They're so busy bickering between each other. They are not doing what's right for the people. And I'm, I'm just going to tell you, they, a lot of people come out. Congress is going to have to mandate that the carriers, period, going to have to pay the drivers for their waiting time. That would, in turn, make the carriers raise up their rates to the shipper, and, the, and, the, and it got the ball down to the driver. With this ELD mandate, they talking about drivers getting wage. Well, they know with the ELD mandate, your miles going to be short. So that wage is not really giving you a pay wage. You might make uh, two or $3,000 more a year. So what? They're going to be making record profits, but it ain't, ball, it, ain't, it ain't coming down to the drivers. And that's the sad part about it. A lot of drivers just don't understand that. And by right. me being a third-generation trucker, and my uncles and aunts and dad come from the regulated side of trucking back 35, 40 years ago, those old-time drivers actually laughing at us. They think we're a bunch of buffoons for not standing up for our pay and standing up for the rights that we have. Well, I, I think the, the the wages is the issue, and it's all tied into a lot of the anger and frustration that's going on uh, right now in the industry. And I can't wait for Alan to do that show on the 14th because we're going to get into it a lot um, a lot deeper uh, on that show. Uh, although we we did pretty good tonight, we we kind of hit the the surface with it all. But uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, calling in. It was a tremendous discussion. And, Carolyn, I want to bring you back. I, I didn't mean for it to get off the health issue and the, and everything, but I hope you've enjoyed the conversation that's going on. Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm listening, listening silently. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting back to um, getting back to you and all you're doing for the industry, um, just give us a, a, a couple of minutes about uh, what you can offer everybody, um, what your goal is uh, for your website, lifecoachservice.net. And uh, I know, uh, I know uh, Cla- Clarence, right? <clears throat> I'm yeah. pretty sure you're, you'd, love to, you'd love her site. Um, there, and definitely pick up that free uh, audio, and that goes for everybody on here tonight. 
but anyway, give us a little rundown. Well, my website is a wealth of information. I've got who I am and what I do in depth to let you know more about me. And I work with drivers and their families with their physical and emotional health. And I've written a book, which is on every form that that you would like. It's paperback, ebook, CD, and download. So whatever is your favorite way to get the information of a book, it's available. And the paperback CD for $15, and the download and the uh, audio book, the uh, download and the ebook are $10. And yeah, so very affordable. That. That $15 of information is life-changing. I talked to you about how to connect the physical and emotional health and how to deeply understand yourself. And I give you the hows and whys of eating right. And then in the very, it's not a cookbook, but in the very back I give you some recipes to get you started on, on on the way. And I realize especially with these ELDs, it's very hard to find the time to eat healthy. But I talk about how to do that, and I talk about the issues of drivers. So even though this information will help you and your grandma and your aunts and uncles, it's it's for humans, but I have targeted truck drivers and their unique issues on the road. And so the book will help anybody, but the book is targeted toward drivers and their situations and how to make it work and how how the physical and emotional connection is there, that if you've got one, you've got the other. And also on my website, I've got links to healthy living products and services that I personally use myself. If I, if I am not highly impressed, they're not going to be on my website. I don't put just anything on there. And so different tricks and tips of how to get these healthier choices on the road and if you're uh, some of you are saying that you get a you do get home pretty often and that is so good but some don't and some don't have access to good nutrients like vitamin c or supplements and i've got a way to get that and it's called wellevate and if you need help choosing what you need i can help you do that but also i've got a whole page that's called carolyn in the press and it's in the works right now of adding about a year's worth of archives that are behind on, and I'm waiting on someone else, it's not me, but so many links to different archives talking about physical and emotional health, and it's free. You can just listen for hours on physical and emotional health, and it's so very helpful. And on the front page, there's going to be a link to get your free audio, like Donna was talking about. Definitely. And what website was there. that again? Say that again. What was the website? I'm sorry. It's life life l i f e coach service dot net. Life coach service dot net. You can just look up Carolyn O'Byrne on Facebook. You'll find me and a bunch of information, and also my my website link will be on my Facebook page, and then my fan page is Coach Carolyn. And go over there and like that page so that you can get a lot of the information off of that page, too, because I post a lot of stuff over there. So, so many free uh, opportunities to learn self-improvement and how to deal with these things like ELDs. And 
also I work one-on-one, -on -one, and it talks about how I do that on my website too. And I'm always going to truck shows, and s several times I've been to different truck stops to meet the drivers because that's my favorite part. My favorite part of the truck shows are getting to meet my Facebook friends and the people that I've talked to on the radio or that have heard me on the radio and get that one-on-one -on -one connection with the drivers because you're so important, so important to this country, so important to me. So if you are ever feeling unimportant, you, I want you to always remember that Coach Carolyn thinks you're important. <laughs> so don't and that's what I'm always trying to do is advocate drivers in every way because there's so many people that have no idea what you do out there. They don't care. They don't. Some people may know and don't care, but they don't care because they don't know. And so I'm always trying to advocate the drivers in every way I can. Well, we appreciate you and all you've done, and uh, hopefully um, drivers will be going to Gats and they can they can meet you. Um, you're at a lot of the booths, like Road Pro Brands. I know you go over there, and uh, St. Christopher's, and um, you're just all over the place at Gats. Uh, well, but we're talking about all over the place, where Alan and I are going to be at the New Orleans port on the, um, let's see, on the 19th. Uh, we'll be in New Orleans, actually, uh, in in the heart of it because of the. Uh, Lady Truck Driver Cruise will be departing on a seven-day Western Caribbean cruise on May 20th. So the night before, we're going to have a Bon Voyage party, and we'll be there. And if anybody wants more information on that, we'd love to meet you. Um, you can go to the Real Women in Trucking website, and uh, the schedule and everything is all up there. Um, but... Uh, but I wanna I wanna just say thank you to all the sponsors out there who helped um who support the Real Women in Trucking organization. And uh, I'll start with Ackerman and Tillageff. Um they are the diamond sponsor for this event. They're sponsoring the welcome party and the speakers. Road Pro Brands is sponsoring. They're the Ruby sponsor. They're sponsoring the Queen of Award, Queen of the Road Awards ceremony. Lone Mountain Truck, Texamatic, Ask the Trucker, that's us. Warhorse Media, Mway Incorporated, Hallhound, Brenny Transportation, E Trucker Tax, and We Boost. So a big thank you um, to everybody over there. So if you wanna if you wanna go to the Bon Voyage party, even if you're not going on the cruise, I'm gonna try to pull it up now and give like a little bit more information. Um, speakers and events. Let's see. Um, yep, it's the 19th, and I'm trying to see where the oh the old Absence House on Bourbon Street where everybody's going to be meeting. So if you want to meet over there, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you're interested in the cruise, they have reduced tickets. Uh, so, I mean, it's ridiculously cheap for a one-week one cruise. So you can go to realwomenintrucking.com and, and check out this cruise. And even if you don't go, we'd love to see you uh, 
on the 19th down in the old absence house in New Orleans. So um, anyway, uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. It's going to be a great replay. It's going to be very educational. And don't forget to come back April 14th when we do part two of this series about the ELD uh, <clears throat> mandate, how it's affecting people, and HR 5417, uh, the Truckers um, Rest Act, as it's known, adding those three hours uh, to a day so that you can log off duty and rest. So we'll be discussing that. And that's going to be tied in with trucker wages on that show. I mean, I'm sure Alan's going to tie it in with trucker wages because, I mean, I just know how he thinks. So anyway, um, a big round of applause for uh, Carolyn O'Byrne and everybody listening. I love doing that at the end of the shows. Uh, <laughs> now, at GATS, I don't know, at, I keep calling it GATS, at Matt's, um, Bill Weaver was there. There was a lot of entertainment. There's, there was um, Tony Justice and and quite a few other people. But anyway, Carolyn, did, were you able to see Bill Weaver while you were out there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I've I saw got a him couple. and Tony and several of them. Right. Uh, another Tom. fellow named Taylor, he's singing up a storm right now, too. Yeah, and, I saw him. And uh, anyway, what I wanted to do is I wanted to play as we say goodnight. I want everybody to listen, so just hang on the line and listen to uh, Bill Weaver. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to put him on, and then we'll come back and say goodnight. I picked the wrong one. Hold on.
yellow lines and white lines go forever. Any driver knows that's true. There's a road map in my mind. Somehow I find it always leads me back to you. If the wind blows in my favor and I cross by more state lines, I'll hold you in my arms tomorrow night. I'm rolling. I'm rolling down this interstate trying to get back to you. That's why I'm rolling. It's hard work and I guarantee that it's a damn hard life, but still I'm rolling. From the first time that I skipped the gears, it burned into my soul. Guess you could say that's how I like to roll. I'm rolling. Rolling on. You've been listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. On behalf of Alan and Donna Smith, AskTheTrucker.com, TruckingSocialMedia.com, NorthAmericanTruckingAlerts.com, Blog Talk Radio, and Ask the Trucker Live. I'm J. Michael Collins. Until next time, drive safe and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, Carolyn. Thanks, all the callers. We'll we'll talk to you on April 14th. Good night. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.